following podcast contains adult themes and adult language. We promise you'll be entertained, but listen at your own discretion. And although we joke, if you or someone you know is a victim of domestic violence, please call 1-800-799-7233 or visit the webpage thehotline.org. It's always the husband, it's always the husband, it's always the husband, I'm gonna keep it. Hi, wonderful Hi. listeners. Hi. This is Sarah. This is Megan. And you are listening again to It's Always the Husband. The husband. That's right. Yeah, we are back for another crazy episode. Welcome back, it's Tuesday. Yes. Yes. Um, we have some announcements first. Uh, we actually have more people that have donated to our Facebook. Believe it or not, unbelievable. How is this yeah, happening? Yeah, I don't know. Our friend Tara, who is amazing. Oh, Tisa. Yeah, my friend Gianna from my college days in California. Yeah, um, and out. Yeah, and I want to shout out to Drew and Gina, who have been huge fans so far. They are also my college friends from California. And Marnie, my roommate, who just started listening and has been so supportive. And for some reason, they think, like, we have a accent or something i don't know where that comes i mean from. midwestern we're more northerners like the starks but you, you i mean you don't I watch don't, game of thrones none she of watches none of this makes sense uh, how come you don't know things they... <laughs> you don't it know scary and weird and i just but we're the northerners like the starks in fact we're practically weird dragons oh my god it's i weird. loved them yeah drogon well, was like the best character in the whole thing. i don't even want to talk about this i um, don't know I'm what sorry. you're saying um, Dragons are not real. Well, they could be. Um, anyway, thank you, California friends. I miss you. Mm-hmm. I love you. And um, yeah, we do sound weird, but Californians have weird accents too. Anyway, that's hardly even comparing. But thank you. I love you. And my friend Hild, who lives in Atlanta, who is fighting the good fight at the CDC for Ooh. us right now. Yeah, we coronavirus. Always yeah. Stay She's out. fighting it. She's yep. fighting it or something. I don't know. Do it, girl. So Tara and Gianna for donating. You earn a Sophia Byrne. Mm-hmm. So we are going to play this week's Sophia Petrillo uh, wise ass remark. I don't really mind Clayton being homosexual. I just don't like him dating men. <laughs> you really haven't grasped the concept of this gay thing yet, have you? There must be homosexuals who date women. Yeah, they're called lesbians. <laughs> Blanche, suck it. Yeah. Well, she didn't know. That's right. Um, we and we have Patreon, so you can donate this monthly. Yeah. Me. I can't believe so you great. guys. It's um, the best. Yep. Patreons can donate to us and it every month, and we've already used this money. We've upgraded our website, we've upgraded our mics that we're talking into now. We have headphone extenders, so we no longer are Siamese twins attached right so close to the head the freedom yeah is freedom. unreal we, yeah you know we can sit up straight mm-hmm. um tiffany became our friend tiffany is wonderful mm-hmm. became a uh stellar uh john travolta <laughs> i remember yeah so hey sissy yeah that's what she gets hey sissy <laughs> lorinda and my mother became jason momoa's the top of the top mm-hmm. top of the top so they get a momoa shout out again it's Megan doesn't know, but it's Dothraki. He's saying moon of my life, and everyone who knows this is melting. Um, Megan is just staring at me like, what in the hell is wrong with you, <laughs> you dumb asshole? That's not English. All right, okay. here is Jason. It didn't even work. I'll try <laughs> it He's saying moon of my life in Dothraki, and that was a bad so, shout out. Thanks so much for giving us money, because that's a half-ass I'm sorry. Well, it worked, and then it didn't, but... We're still working on okay. our situation. Anyway. Someday we'll have a real shout out for right. you. Yeah. yeah. Well, I hope. Yep. I can't wait to get a hamaconda because I want to go back through the Mad Men files yeah. and find something real. You will. You'll get a good one. Yeah. You'll get a good one. Real so sexy. go to um, our show notes. You can link to Patreon if you want to. Otherwise, go to patreon.com. Mm-hmm. You can search us. It's always the husband. You can find our different levels. Become a Burt Reynolds. A John Hamm. There's always a Rob Lowe or uh, a Jason Momoa. Yes, guys. 
Anyway, rate us as well if you have Apple Podcasts, five stars. People have been doing it. It's amazing. Thank you so much. Subscribe, and we pop right into your feed every Mm -hmm. Tuesday when we download or... I mean, how happy were you today when you got steampunk hemorrhoids? (laughs) I know. It's so great to actually have my own podcast pop into my podcast. And you're wondering, what the hell? Yeah, we've been listening forever. Steampunk hemorrhoids. To podcasts and to see our own. own is amazing. It is. It's so fun. Um, And we are really um, happy that you're listening. Mm -hmm. It's awesome. Um, so our show today, our show today is another Betrayed mm-hmm. from the ID Network. This is a good one. I knew 30 seconds in it was going to be pure gold, and it was. Mm-hmm. It really was. It's not quite badge up in the air of the stream. It's really close. Which, by the way, was, check our Instagram yes. because we're going to upload some pictures of And you can see what we're talking up. about. Yep. Yeah, badge up. You won't regret it. You won't. You might, uh-huh. you won't. So this is season three, episode eight, really getting in there. And it is called Beware the Au Pair. Mm -hmm. Right there. I mean, come on. It's great. So this episode opens. We have a house and we have our heroine, Tara. Mm -hmm. She's packing. And she has her husband sitting on the bed with her two kids. She's doing a voiceover saying that she really has everything she's ever wanted. She has a big house. She has a great job. She has the perfect husband. She has a boy. She has a girl. Kind of the perfect family. Mm-hmm. And all of a sudden, weirdly, she says, have you seen my pink bra with the cute flowers? And he says, no. Have you checked the laundry? If I said that to my husband, he'd be like, why the hell would I even know? You mean your white bra that's actually grayish yeah. tan? Torn up. Hit yeah. stains everywhere. Filthy bra. Oh, that bra you wear every day. Yeah. You're probably wearing yeah. it. Yeah. And then I would say, oh, yeah, I am. Sorry. <laughs> um, it really stinks. <laughs> it really stinks. Anyway, this is a setup because, of course, now a cute, nice blonde comes in. And dinner is ready. And she turns. And you see her shoulder. And she has the pink bra on. Uh-huh. Oh, damn. Yeah, nanny's wearing the bra. So then um, the wife, Tara, gets into a car and there's a strange weirdo named Harold. <laughs> and the husband, he says to Harold, you know, take care of my wife. And he says, I always as, do. Yeah, as if no, women please. need to be taken care oh, of. Oh, my God. We are American women. We can buy our no. own shit. We- Take care of ourselves. We're the only ones that are buying shit. Yeah, exactly. Oh, my God. So she gets in the back seat, too. I'm like, who does that? Someone's driving you with your boss. You know him. Get in the front. (laughs) Don't sit in the back like a weirdo. So the car drives away, but then there's a woman running. Kind of like a neighbor. And she stops and stares at the husband. The evil eye. The husband, Stephen. So this is Tara and Stephen Craft, we find out. Mm Mm-hmm. And then there is a Grant. Grant. I thought their last name was Oh, Grant. it's Grant. I said Kraft. Kraft was the other one. Oh, Hella yeah, that was Hella Kraft. Kraft. Chris is yeah. Grant. I'm sorry. Oh, I'm already God. messed up. Um, and then there's another woman listening to French English tapes in her car, weirdly. Beware. Or is that what she yeah, says? Yeah, she got the like, danger. Yeah, yeah, danger. Be careful. Yeah. Be careful. Why are all these people out on the right. street? Just sit in your car. Know. Go in your yeah. house. But it's very Watch foreboding. Netflix. Yeah. yeah. So that sets the scene. So we are in a suburb of Detroit. Mm-hmm. Really nice uh, neighborhood. Lots of big houses. Yeah. It's called Washington Township. We're in 2006. Right. So heading back a few years. It's summertime, August. And we get a notice. Oh, the summer yeah. of 06. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, I, don't I don't even know, know what I was doing. Nothing? Yeah. Um, six months before Tara's demise. Mm-hmm. We now are entering the scene. This was weird, too. Tara's doing dishes. She's in the kitchen. She's cooking breakfast. And she's talking about how she used to be a country girl. that grew up on a farm. 4-H girl. I totally related. Yeah, I yeah like, you yeah. did. I know. Yeah. So she kind of got out of the farm life and is now a city girl. Um, and she has a really important job. We'll kind of get, in, get into a little bit. A really busy mm-hmm. job. But she's the breadwinner, right? Yes. As she's, we yeah, are. Yeah. 
Totally. And um, she's doing everything. Yes, he's a dad. stay-at-home dad. And so she's on her phone, and he grabs her phone out of her hand and says, no screens on the weekend. Come on, That's bitch. Ridiculous. She does all the work. You're not my dad. No. Go sit down. Yeah. You know what? Sit down. Yeah. But she says, oh, okay. You're right. Yeah. That's her and, deal. All right. She wants to pay attention to her kids, whatever. She was a good mom. In Better the, than we are. Yeah, we have two reporters who oddly, um, one reporter's name is Amber Hunt, and the other one is George Hunter. That's weird. Kind two of. false. Hunt and Hunter. Yeah. So Hunt says that Stephen and Tara met at college. They met at a party. They never really started dating. They just really knew each other. And then this I found so odd. And so weird. Mm-hmm. I wrote WTF mm-hmm. and underlined it 1,900 times. He says he went, her grandpa dies, and he goes up and surprises her at the funeral. But they weren't even dating or no. anything. He's like, surprise, I'm here to support you. I mean, weird. Someone I don't died. even know. You come and surprise me at the funeral, and then she said that's when she knew he was the one. He was really Like, this there. is creepy and weird. Why are you coming to my oh, grandpa's right. funeral? Yeah. I don't know. I found it weird. And then they showed their wedding picture, and man, Steve is a, a dork. Because when you see him, the actor who plays Steven. He's kind of cute. Yeah, handsome. you're like, he's not bad. Um, you see the real Steven, total hardcore ooh, dork. Nerd. Oh. Ugly nerd. Yeah, <laughs> super creepy. I'm sorry, we do um, make fun of the men. Yeah, we do. You can't not. Really. No, these guys are losers. So he's all flirty with her in the kitchen going, your apron looks so good on you. I don't even know what Maybe that means. Maybe you should stay home. Yeah. Like, if she stays home, you're fucking homeless, Steven. Right, because you, you ain't don't doing jack yeah. shit. Have fun. Why am I already done with my first I know. I've got to guzzle. Okay. Um, we have, thank goodness we have so many more. Anyway. So she actually is an operation manager for engineering mm-hmm. and construction firm. She mm-hmm. works a lot. Like yes. she was only home on Saturday and Sunday. Right. All week she traveled London, Puerto Rico, all and then over. Boise. Yeah. <laughs> Boise. My friend Drew and I, we drove to California from where we're from. It was a hellish trip. Boise, Idaho was like the greatest town when you go through nothing for days then you, and you get, get to Boise it was like odds mm-hmm. like, I just thought it was glittering she's like she said London one day Puerto Rico and Boise and I was like <laughs> well it's odd I mean okay cool Boise was pretty I've never cool. been to Idaho but I love pretty. potatoes yeah so. it was pretty mm-hmm. okay. so she's very very good at her job. She's really important for her job. She does miss her kids. She leaves them cute notes. She really yeah. tries the best she can. Yeah. But she knows that goddamn Steven, who doesn't have yeah. a job, obviously needs to have help because he's a fucking dork who can't do anything, apparently. Because Except he's a drive man. to grandpa's funeral. Yeah. yeah. Drive to a funeral. So she has to hire help. I'm like, are you kidding me? Mm-hmm. He doesn't even work. What are you doing all no. day? He kind of has How a many job husbands in the world no. leave their wives at home alone with the kids without hiring an au pair to help them. No, you get zero no help. percent. And we yeah. work nineteen hundred. But when jobs, a wife works, no she's like, "Oh, I think we need help." No, right. God, get your skids out of your own underwear. Yes. Oh, anyway. I don't, I still don't get it. So an au pair is a young, usually teenage girl who comes to the United States, lives with your family. They're from another country, and they nanny for you yeah. and do all sorts of weird stuff. Clean, maybe sometimes cook, but they get to come to the United States, learn English, and live over here. It's usually from an agency. So, again, she's leaving for another trip, and there's a new au pair because the old one had just left, which we will get into mm-hmm. um, why the old one left. So, she says, I want to be here Saturday. When the new au pair is here. And he makes this joke, like, worst case scenario, we'll ask Claudette to come back. And she gives him a look that could kill. And I will get into this later, because this is all, you'll die. It's ridiculous. So he says, just joking, just joking. And she says, that woman is not allowed back in my house. Which, again, I will get back to, because this is not how they should be acting in the situation that happened. That you will find out. So a new, um, they go well, back two weeks. Yeah, they go back two weeks. Yeah, right? flashback, flashback two weeks. What happened? Yeah. Why is Claudette causing this terrible problem? So Claudette was the old pair they had before. She 
got along really well with the kids. And Tara comes home, I guess early or something. The kids are playing and she goes up into her bedroom and there's Claudette wearing one of her dresses and wearing her jewelry and wearing her shoes. shoes. Yeah. Tara completely loses it. Is that my dress? And she goes, yeah. Oui. <laughs> Is that my shoes? Oui. oui. Is that my jewelry? <laughs> yes. You might. Is it a problem? Yeah. And Tara's like, it is a problem. If that was me, I'd say, I don't care. You want to go wear my ugly Target sweatshirt? I don't, Go ahead. Right. You're a teenager from another country. Just try it on. I don't care. I peed on those shoes yeah. on accident. Right. I missed the toilet. I was a hammer. Right. Uh, everything has <laughs> like stains. Yeah. Nothing is nice. Right. Go ahead. Wear it. So Claudette is fired on the spot. Again, I will get back to why this is totally... They're playing a dangerous right. game, what they just did, and because of some other stuff. Good casting on the part of Betrayed, because yes. Claudette was actually really attractive. Oh, she was. The she actually was very pretty. Claudette, yeah. Yes. I don't know who the real one was, but she was gorgeous, yeah. Right, and then she leaves and says, be careful, Mr. Yes. Grant. Be careful. Very and, ominous. Yeah. Be careful. Right, and so she leaves. Now we fast forward to current time. Steven's in the park. Talking to his kids, real dumb. I don't know. Tara's in, Tara's in London, Puerto Rico, Puerto Rico or wherever. Or yep. And then this running woman, same running woman from earlier, is jogging, comes up. Again, beware of anyone who runs. And runs up to you. Yeah, no, we don't like to run. <laughs> no. We don't run. We don't trust runners. No. And it ends up it's Dina, his old girlfriend. So they're very excited to see each other, which could be possible. I don't know. And they exchange numbers. They're both married. And they say, let's just get together, catch up, whatever. It's kind of pretty innocent. But then the new girl comes. So from Germany, Verena. Again, I thought her name was Rena because I'm slightly hearing impaired. You got to watch what's the subtitles. I know. And she's highly recommended. She's a teenager from Germany. Cute, blonde. She really has a good relationship with the kids, it seems like, right away. So she seems pretty cute, pretty naive, pretty innocent. So we get to September, the next month, five months before uh, Mrs. Grant Tara bites it. So <laughs> Tara, working late at night, she's, this is creepy and weird. Too. Yeah. I, I don't even, I didn't get why. So this scene. So many men are horrible people. They're rotten. Just rotten. <sighs> So she's trying to get work done late at night in her office. Her weird-ass boss comes in with booze at Champagne, work. though, which yeah. I was happy about. I was like, mm, Yeah, I know, but champagne. still, if my you boss came I in my room it. with yeah. a drink, I would freak out and start, like, I would just be so uncomfortable that it would right. It would be absolutely weird. But they, were, they worked together a long time and were friends, I guess. So maybe... And really all he's saying is he really wants her to stay with the company and she wants a promotion and he says, well, maybe we can arrange that. Oh, right. Creepy, he's weird. like, you're focused like a laser beam. Yeah. Really like what you're doing. You're whip smart. We, we got to make this promotion happen. And you got and great then, cams. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Then he winks at her. Yeah. No, like, don't wink at me. Gross. No, fucker. Again. No, don't wink at me. We Sorry don't need that. that. Yeah. Yeah, we apologize to our parents again. We're very sorry. So now we're getting closer, three months before. So this was weird. And again, if this was my husband, no, this situation wouldn't have happened at all. But um, eventually Tara dying because the husband just would have been beaten. He would have gotten Senseless. Yeah. yeah. So Stephen and Tara are watching TV on the couch. It's her Saturday <laughs> and Sunday again. She has her phone in front of her, which... Harold calls, so Stephen gets all mad. And again, Get... have you ever seen so many flip phones in yeah. one episode? Oh, she had a big-ass flip phone. Yeah, 2007. Yeah. Everyone had flip phones. Yes. Yep. So he yells at her, turn off your phone. So she does. And then all of a sudden, Verena comes your own business, Right. You're like, I, I make all the money, you mm-hmm. dick. I can take this phone call. Yeah. Anyway, Verena comes downstairs with cute little tiny jammies. I get drink of water. I get a drink of water. water. And he, because he's a gross pig, says, nobody told me we were having a slumber party. Yes. If my husband said that to some weird teenager, I would punch him so hard in the balls. <laughs> like, just pummel. 
And then I would just be like, I didn't know you were so disgusting. I kind of did. Maybe. Yeah. Yeah. But no. She is a child. Yeah. That is gross. You yeah. don't say weird pervy shit. fucking gross. Yeah. Yeah. So the narrator says Stephen had a lot of confidence. Mm-hmm. I don't know how or why. It certainly wasn't from his looks. The actor Stephen could maybe have some right. confidence. Yeah. The real Stephen, mm-hmm. oh hell no. No. No, he said he was very smooth talking, but he had a lot of inappropriate jokes. And then it was something like, yes. oh, and the cats are red, the mice are good. Yeah. Oh, yeah. just sick bastards. Yeah. So this girl is literally just out of high school. She's still mm-hmm. a teenager. So this is the grossest scene ever. This next one. So oh, she's yes. In her bed. Cringy. Yeah. Writing in her diary. Dumb. Who yeah. writes in diaries? I don't I know. I don't know. I I don't either. Don't don't do it. Don't write your thoughts no. down so somebody can read them. Don't yes, do it. Because you're for sure gonna be murdered. Right. And then it's gonna be in court yeah. and all about your bad periods. Are yeah. Be all over the court. Again. <laughs> yeah. Um, so he is standing like a huge perv creep in her doorway. With a giant boner. Probably in threadbare yeah. boxers. <laughs> God freak. So she, he says, oh, are you writing, um, Stephen is so handsome? <laughs> yeah. She looks at him like, holy shit, you know, like, didn't notice he was there, although I don't know how. Uh, um, yeah, sorry, like, yeah, are you writing about how smart and successful I am? Yes. So, is this the part? Yeah. And that's when she noticed... Right. Sparkly. Yeah. So then he comes and sits by her on the bed. Yeah, he comes down and sits by her on the bed. And she's and like, uh... He says, what else are you writing about? Or no, she asks, what else am I writing yeah. about you? And he says, I'm smart. I'm successful. Yes. You're not successful. You are a stay-at-home dad. And you do nothing, which is a hard job. And you need an old pair yeah, to, to help, help you. you. Yeah. And he's you can be a successful stay-at-home yeah. dad. You can, but you have to do it on your own. Right. Staying at home sucks For two, shit. Yeah. Yeah, okay. if I can do it for one day, I'm like, no. please, God, let me go back to work. Holla so then, yeah. to the stay-at-home moms and dads. But this guy's a douche. So then Verena says, are you writing, you are also so sparkly? And he <laughs> says, what? He says, your arms. Your arms are sparkle. And, and then you're like, are you Edward fucking Cullen? Right. Is yeah, this... he is Edward Cullen, but yeah. not really. So he's sparkly because he actually kind of works part time, kind of for her dad's tool and dye shop. So he's not a vampire. Shop. He doesn't really do much. He's not a vampire. So Tara is getting really upset. She's noticing these weird interactions. So at bedtime, she's telling Stephen, "I just want to fire Verena. I just mm-hmm. feel like something's wrong. I just want her out of the house." Stephen, of course, fights around it and gets her. To really go against it's her like, not again. Yeah. We already fired right. one. Yeah. We gotta, and they go through au pairs like crazy. Like, yeah. this is not just the second one. Yeah. This is multiple. So then the voiceover for Tara is, in my professional life, I've learned to trust my gut. If I would have just done that in my personal life, I might not have ended up dead. Right. Then I got sad. Yeah, but how are you not noticing your husband is a gross-ass perv? Come on. Which she clearly was, but she was projecting and taking it out on the wrong people. Right. When she kept firing an au pair yes. like every two weeks. When it's his gross yeah. boner this... getting in the way. Yes. So then the next scene is she's in Puerto Rico. And I thought, this is the job I want. She is working at a right? bar with a huge glass on of wine. On her laptop, just by yeah. herself. There's I, no yeah. kids. No, There's she's no on the beach bar. Weird ass husband judging great. you. Yeah. yeah. Telling you to put your damn phone down. Ugh. So then, of course, Harold has to come in the scene. Because a woman just can't work alone and be left the fuck no. alone to do her job and drink a wine. No, it's some douchey winker oh, has to so come Oh, so he up. comes and convinces her to go out partying. Which, fine. I mean, she's <laughs> trying to say, yeah. I, I'm trying to get work done. But then she I'm decides gonna Skype. to go She says, I'm, mm-hmm. I'm supposed to Skype. Right, so she's supposed to Skype her husband. And then we switch. There's Steven looking all creepy uh. on the laptop. And it is told by Hunt... Or Hunter, one of the reporters, that Stephen has put something on his computer that can watch her computer. So he can see whatever she is typing. Yes. Yes. And so he can read her messages. And he can read what she's saying. He can read when she's on her computer. He's super paranoid. He's super jealous. He thinks she's having an affair with Harold. And it will be like Harold, this old 
you know, guys saying like, you want to party all night? And she'll be like, ha ha ha. Right. And then of course, Steven's watching this and like, she's screwing up. Right. And she had no interest no. in Carol that way at all. No. Um. So Stephen then decides, well, she's having an affair with Harold. I'm going to contact Dina, who was his old girlfriend he saw when she was running. And she's really into it. They were very flirty. So they have very inappropriate emails back and mm-hmm. forth. She is a nurse. Um, he said, I see marital vows like speed limits. Sometimes you got to break them. What? <laughs> I don't get it. I don't nice get why you that two-year stupid affair. Fucker. Yeah. And so then, of course, he does the old sponge bath joke, which is freaking gross. Oh, you're a nurse? You want to give me a sponge bath? Yeah, I think it's really sexy to take a dirty-ass sponge and wash down your genitals. Are you 99 and just shit yourself in your own diaper? Please present your butt hole so I can scrub it clean, because that turns me on. So gross men are. And all the while, he's like, Dina says she's going to go out for a drink with old gross Harold. And like, yeah. he's so jealous. But he's, he's yeah. talking about sponge baths with yeah. a runner. Right. No, sir. No. So then February Shove 3rd. Shove flip phone up your ass, Stephen. Yeah. February 3rd, the family, this is very close, like a week out, I believe, a few days before her death. Stephen, Tara, and the kids are out to lunch. Stephen's uh, yes. on his phone on a weekend. Because yes. of course he is. Of course he, can he do is. Whatever he wants. I the rules do not apply to no. me, but I want you to do what I right. say. Oh, can't. I almost lost it right I there. Know. So he's texting and she, of course, good for her, grabs it out of his hand and says, We don't have phones on the weekend, remember, Dick? And then she sees that he wrote, see you later to whoever he's yes. texting. And this is weird. Men can't even come up with a good line. He says, It's she says, who are you seeing later? And he says, it's just an inside joke between me and my friends. And See you later is an inside joke? <laughs> One, that's not funny. Two, you don't have any friends. No, you don't have any friends. No. Especially, yeah. If you're my no. Husband, no. No. No This friends. is clearly someone you're fucking because yeah. you have no friends. Right. Yeah. Again, red flag. Oops, sorry. Red flag. That was loud. That's that our new. so loud. Yeah. We got new mic new holders, stuff. you guys. So then the little girl says she has to take a piss. And then the mom's like, should I go with you? And she says, bitch, no, I got this. So she goes to the bathroom by herself. Of course, Tara's watching just to make sure she doesn't get you know kidnapped in the right. bathroom. So she sees the Claudette of all people. Claudette, uh, wearing Claudette, the dress, Claudette comes nanny. and yeah. says hi to the little girl. Because Claudette really did care about the kids. Mm-hmm. And... Tara loses her shit, gets up from the table, and runs into the bathroom chasing Claudette. And Tara was a little bit of a loose cannon. She, right, clearly. Again, because she was angry at the wrong... Yes, she is putting her... Which, again, yeah. we will get to yeah. what happened. And she is really, really She's not doing the right mm-hmm. thing. So she's screaming at Claudette in the bathroom, telling her, you never, ever speak to my daughter again. Mm-hmm. And Claudette's like... um, Okay, but I, like, saw her. I'm just going to say hi. And then she tells her again, be careful, be careful. And then Tara says, are you threatening me? And Claudette says, I don't know, it's threatening. I don't know, it's threatening. Yeah, she, she kept saying, I don't know the words. And then Tara said, should I be afraid? And she says, yes, be afraid. Yes. Here, Fear. meanwhile, is probably some old lady taking a huge dump, <laughs> hoping it was, you know, just the bathroom to herself because she got terrible diarrhea out for lunch. That'd be me. Two, yeah. Two dumbasses come in screaming and she's trying to not have a loud You're splatter poop. Right. Are you threatening me? And she's God, like, Dad, just, just get out of here. Yeah, leave. <laughs> just let loose to get out. She's flushing as yeah. the asshole. <laughs> right. <laughs> yes. She's just dying. Like, come on. Get out. Total fireworks yeah. under the ass. <laughs> Terrible You're timing. Afraid? Yeah. Ooh, you were like threatening me. You're scared of her. She's scared of you. God Get damn it. it. Yeah. Diarrhea. Yeah. So terrible. Anyway, so Tara leaves, kind of confused. Like, what is she threatening me? I don't get it. But she gets the daughter. Um, so then we get to February eighth. So about five mm-hmm. days later, this is the day before. Right. So now Verena is shown in the bedroom of Stephen and Tara, 
Uh, who like, knows? Looking in her closet. Yeah, looking this in her closet at her clothes. Tara again, must like, have really, some she must sweet yeah. ass clothes. I didn't yeah. see it. They're not like our they period like stained no. leggings. No. Right. No. So Stephen walks in and closes the bedroom door and gives her like a gross purr look. And then you know what's going to happen. Yeah. And it's said by one of the reporters that they had already been kissing and making out. Right together at home and so it's just kind of a given they have an affair um Tara's now at work in Puerto She's Rico in Puerto Rico yep. Harold bursts in her room like totally inappropriate she's leaving and he says oh instead of coming back Monday you need to fly back Sunday we have a meeting we got to get stuff done and she's like Sunday's my home day I can't do that I don't see my family and Stephen will be mad and Harold's like sorry I don't know what to tell you that's when the meeting is you right. just have to be here so she calls she goes back home. She calls Stephen. She says, I'm sorry. I got to go Sunday. We just have this big meeting. I got to go back. And he gets all mad at her and starts yelling at her. And there's Arena cleaning the kitchen, kind of listening yeah. in the background. And then um, the car, she gets in the car. She's in the back seat again, weirdly. And I don't know. They try to make it seem like someone's following her. Yeah, but they her, never follow up on it because the no headlights one. go on. Yeah. yeah. I wrote that too. Someone's following her from behind. And then she yeah. says, this weekend... I'll be gone. Right. And then they do the montage, as they do on Betrayed, where they show everyone, like Claudette the smoking nanny, her weird-ass boss, with something They all have sharp sharp instruments. Yes. Um, Dina is like, I don't know, Stephen's opening mail with a sharp letter opener. Verena is in their kitchen chopping things with a sharp knife. knife. And you're like, oh, shit. Like, these are the suspects. Right. As if we didn't know already. Yeah. Yep. So the day after, February 10th. So it's a Friday night, February 9th, that she goes missing. Mm -hmm. This Friday night. So Stephen is shown in the kitchen calling her cell phone, leaving messages, message after message. Straight to voicemail. Right. I know you're probably angry at me, but the kids really wanted to say goodbye to you. I'm sure you left on your trip already. Mm-hmm. Just give us a call, whatever, leaving all these messages. So then we get to Valentine's Day, February 14th. Five days after she disappears, he walks into the police department and we see the real sheriff, Mark. Stephen comes in and says, my wife's been gone for five days and files a report. And Stephen's kind of like... All right, yeah, all right, let's get started on it. Five days, though, didn't you notice? And Stephen just says, well, she travels, she travels, and, you know. And he does say, we argued, but she travels for work, right? Right. And he's like, she's missing. And then he kind of throws in, um, oh, yeah, we got her all, yeah. Like, she could have run off with Harold. Right. She's not leaving her, like, nobody would believe she would leave her kids. We argued, and then she had a phone call, and then a car, she said, I'll be at the end of the driveway, and then a car picked her up at the end of the driveway. Right. So his version is they just fought over her leaving early. Tara would not just bolt out and not say goodbye to her kids either. That's not like her. Everyone kind of knows that, that knows her. The detective then goes to his home. They're talking to the kids. Um, They kind of start looking around already, but they just really are getting a picture of everybody. So now that he mentioned Harold, they go talk to Harold. The police are talking to him. And Harold really denies the affair pretty strongly and says it's very odd for Tara not to show up to mm-hmm. work because she's so professional she wouldn't show up without calling like that's very unusual and they pretty much clear him because he's they really find nothing or right. reason for him to be that suspicious right and then they show this real life news footage of that goofy oh goofy God. male reporter I wrote yeah <laughs> Yes, and he shows up again. Yeah, he's, they keep showing his footage. He's like a stunt man. Right. So he's very excitable. He's The news yes. has picked up on Tara's disappearance. Yeah. It's a hot story. Yep. Um, but they show this kind of live actual news re- footage from back then. And the yep. reporter is something to watch. <laughs> he's <laughs> really excited. Like, yeah, very excited. And kind of a feathered hairdo look. Yeah. Yeah. And then Alicia, her sister, comes into town. She's putting Uh, on flyers. She's very upset. She's trying to figure it out. She's helping watch the kids because Stephen apparently now needs two women to help him out. (laughs) Um, Stephen, this is where I died, and I had to do further instant research. So they put in real footage of real Stephen Mm -hmm. on the news during an interview. 
And picture, if you know Stains the dog from that meme from like three years ago, Stains is a dog. He looks at cupcakes and his eyes are enormous. All you can see is the white. white. The, the white. He has white the around pupil, it. Yeah. But there's white all around it, which is not normal for your eye to have white on the bottom and white on the top of mm-hmm. your pupil. That shouldn't be happening. So Stephen is, I mean, try to do it right now with your eyes. Like you have to, you can't really. So Stephen is in the interview. It is all white. It's like his eyes are, there is so much white on top of the pupil and the iris and underneath. No, I wrote, has eyeballs. Holy shit. Yeah. Yeah. So I had to look it up. There has to be a name for this or whatever. And of course the Japanese came through, which I knew they would do. Japanese. Shout out to Japan. We need some listeners have a word for everything that I need. So they call it Sanpaku, which means three whites, meaning pretty much your eyes are fucked. So this stands for, though, um, it implies signs of a murder, murderer, psychotic, mm-hmm. you're regretful, you're rageful, um, and everything he was. Like, total psycho. If you say crazy eyes... I also was reminded, if you remember, her name was Jennifer Wilbanks, the runaway bride, actually during this time, like the 2006-5. She was the woman who, instead of wanting to marry her douche-ass fiancé, she pretended she was kidnapped, and people looked for her for like a week, but she wasn't really kidnapped, she just lied. Oh, I remember this. She had hardcore Sanpaku. Well, at least she didn't kill him and just pretend. That's true. She did get arrested and had to, like, yeah. But she had terrible, crazy eyes, too. So you need to... We'll try to put a picture of it. It's yes. unreal, yes. his eyes. Because he looks insane. Yeah, the stark contrast between the handsome actor... Right. ...and the real Steven... Is jarring. <laughs> it is very <laughs> jarring. You really have to take a step back. clearly, the casting director did not have a, a real-life photo no. of Steven. No. So then the police get... Um, some emails, messages from friends of the police saying that there's a co-worker that works at the police department that has a friend that dated Dina, and Dina was having kind of a mini affair with Stephen, and she presents to the police all of their gross sponge bath emails, right. and so the police start getting pretty suspicious. And then the sheriff, who also has fucked up eyes. Yeah. Oof. They were not looking in the same no, direction. No, one was looking... East one was looking west. <laughs> Something was wrong, but he was yeah. not, and he did not have um, proper grammar. Either. No, he was. Oh no! I wrote down. He said, "This don't look good." No, and you're not it don't down look south good. or any. Yeah, like no, they're in Michigan. You're in Michigan, yeah. and he said, "This don't look good." I seen her. Ugh. Um. So then they realize Verena takes off. She goes back to Germany. Oh my God! Yeah. Um, and she and they even said like we wanted her to stay, but all of a sudden she's back. In yeah, she took off. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't blame her. No. So then the police talk to Claudette, and we get an upsetting, super gross story Ugh. that made me question everybody mm-hmm. now to this point. Yes. So Claudette comes in and she seems totally normal. She's kind of portrayed as like a sexy. You know, kind of sexy homewrecker, but that's not. I like at all a what stalker in her yeah, car. Yeah, a stalker smoking so and watching. She says going that on. Mrs. Grant. She warned Mrs. Grant. She tried to warn Mrs. Grant to be really careful because Stephen. And she's trying to think of the word, and she says he's voyeur. He's yeah. voyeur. And so they're like, "What do you mean, Stephen? Had drilled a hole in his closet so that he could stare into the au pair." bedroom and watch them dress and do everything these are teenage girls gross fucker that is disgusting so he is doing we know what he's doing when he's looking through this hole is disgusting to these girls these teenage teenagers that are in his home he's trusting to watch his children Mm -hmm. the thing is too she knew tara knew Tara knew he was spying on these girls, and she still goes off on Claudette for wearing one of her ugly-ass dresses when Claudette totally could have sued and said, your husband watches me, and you're firing me? Like, I don't get it. Right. So I just thought, I'm done. If my husband had drilled a hole, (laughs) was watching the nanny, 
I, how do you even live with them? How do you no. go on? Also, these people needed to take a note from Hella, from the crafts, yeah. because their nanny... Right, their, their nanny's nanny. badass. And she was not a face. No. She did not have a face. No. She had a face it for radio like, like these, us. Yeah. Yes, these were yeah. the perfect. This, these were the perfect au pairs for a pedophile like yes. Steven. Totally. Yeah. I, I just thought I, you don't forgive that, and then you don't yell at this girl no. when she's being watched because it would appear that you didn't know that your husband was a perv. But she knew. She knew and still treated Claudette Ugh. like shit and blamed Claudette yeah. instead of her like, gross, nope. disgusting, ugly Senpaku nope. husband. Yes. Oh my god. So, of course now, the police are like, ah, shit. She's been missing for a while. Mm -hmm. Um, They figure, well, there's a big woods, like, kind of close to her house. Uh Huge 400-acre woods. Of course, yeah. So, again, we see crazy meth reporter. Like, yeah, he is riding on the back of a four-wheeler doing his report. And I died. I wrote, same reporter. So, he's so excited. Yeah, he was, like, on the back. It was an action shot. Yeah, Yeah. he was, like, trying to be a stuntman. Right. So, he, everyone is searching. They're searching everywhere. They're looking. It's freezing. It's cold. It's snowy. They really do as much as they can. throughout all this, too, Stephen has been calling the police continually, yes. two to three times a day, calling the police, reporters, saying like he has to get his message out. Mm-hmm. His wife has been gone. He's really been keeping the the case alive, right? Which we find out it's a weird thing to do. So then, of course, it's always a woman and her dog. So three weeks after this, they're mm-hmm. not finding anything but a woman and her dog walking her dog in the Stony Brook Park. Come across a baggie, and it is. Filled with blood and gross shit. And like white blonde hair. Yeah. So she knows that this is all going on. The whole town knows this is going on. So she goes to the police right away, which is good for her. So they look in it and there's hair that's not Tara's color, but there's sparkly stuff in it. Mm-hmm. And blood. Tons of blood. Yeah. Vampire arms. Yeah. So um, this bag, this Ziploc baggie with the metal shavings... Now, remember, Stephen works in the tool and dye machine shop. Um, in the, the hair is dog hair that the detectives remember. It looks a lot like their dog's hair, the golden retriever it looked like. So they go to the house with a warrant. They're like, we're done. We're looking at the house with this dumb asshole. At the same time the police are coming, they notice all these reporters there because Stephen, at the same time, was trying to give a TV interview again yes, in his garage. It's a press conference. Right, which will seem strange in a second. His garage... Um, they come, they pull Stephen over because I think he was still coming home and they put him in the back of the cop car and they say, we have a warrant. We're searching your whole house. Stephen calls his lawyer. His lawyer freaks out and says, Stephen's not arrested. Let him go. You can't keep him in the cop car. They're like, fine, whatever. They're still going to search the house. Stephen takes the dog and takes off. Yeah. He's like, we're taking this dog yeah. for a walk. And they show him walking the dog, and they said right. they went to the neighbor, and then he kind Yeah, of there's gone. actual footage yeah. of him doing this, yes. So they look through the whole house. They look through the inside of the house. They look everywhere. They're not finding anything. They go into the garage. There's a shit ton of bins, like everybody's I was garage. kind of happy about this, but yeah, because yeah, I was like, thank God. Yeah. That's, that's normal. Right. Oh, no. It's shit, shit everywhere. Yeah. So there's one million bins. Yeah. And they start going through all the bins. They get to one at the bottom. They're like, this one's heavy. There's the green and red one. Yeah. Like, Merry fucking right. Christmas. So the detective starts opening it, and there's just plastic bags, like black garbage bags. Just plastic bags filled with it. He starts peeling away the plastic bag, like sits upright. It's like, ah, oh, torso. <laughs> so then they show actual pictures. Shit, yes. It is a torso in garbage yes. bags shoved in the bin. In the Christmas Wearing bin. a broad panties still. Ugh. They said wearing a matching, a matching broad panties. If my torso, there would be no matching of panties to bra. I don't think right. I've ever done that. No. No. Mm-hmm. So she was stylish in her desk, <laughs> too, poor thing. So they take pictures. They pretty much say, yeah, we found her in a freaking bin in the garage. So they try to go find Steven. He is gone. Mm-hmm. Um, he's disappeared. They realize that there are twigs and shit all in the bag, so they know this was in the forest. forest. So when Stephen found out they were going to go search the forest, he freaked out. Um, He then 
went to move and he just must have just moved her torso and shoved it in the garage to try to hide it until he could figure out what to do. So then Stephen goes nuts because he is nuts. Well, goes more nuts, calls uh-huh. his sister and says, I'm going to kill myself in the Wilderness State Park. Yeah. So then it's sub-zero. It is freezing in the show Stephen, the actor Stephen, going through the forest, just taking off layer after layer. Just very slowly. Yeah, slowly stripping down. He didn't take it all off at once. Oh, no. No, one at a time. One as step. if I want to find this murderous husband butt naked. Right. I work hard enough as a cop, and i got to find now him you're naked. naked. Come on. I know, and they and kept saying, like, we found him because he left a trail of his clothes. Yes, yeah, dumb. Like, no shit. It's and like then one, and Gretel. one cop says, I was hoping you would save us a lot of time and freeze to death. <laughs> right? Like, just get yeah, it over they don't with. So he's huddling by a tree, naked, bare feet, in sub-zero. Of course they find him. They're like, gross. Airlift him in a helicopter. Because he can't walk. Yeah, because his feet yeah. are all frozen. And then he has this mud shot, a mud shot in the hugest sand pocket I've ever seen. It is insane. Mm-hmm. Absolutely just crazy eyes. His eyes are nuts. Right. So they wheelchair him in, because I don't think his feet froze off or something. <laughs> um, and he just, confesses, he just confesses to all of it. He pretty much says, yeah, totally. Um, I did it. So he says that Friday night. And this is so gross. Yeah. Um, he said she came home, they're fighting that she has to leave Sunday again, and they're fighting, and, and she finally... Like, of course he's mad, but not, he has no reason to right. be. Like, he's still screwing Right, Marina. 800 like, other people. Good, bye, yeah. see you. Go Why would he want her to be home then? Right. I don't know. And, okay, so this one Sunday, you're not home. I guess I'll see you next Sunday. Right. And so she finally has enough and pretty much says, I'm done. I'm done. You're gross. I'm taking the kids. I want a divorce. And then he gets mad. He said she slapped him. Then he slaps her. And then he chokes her out on the floor. And then he adds all these just terrible details. He says he puts a belt around her neck and starts dragging her body down the stairs, complaining to the police the whole time that she's just a heavy fat ass on the stairs. Boom. She's making gross sounds with her fat ass, dragging her down the stairs. Yes. I mean, they were he like, really? Her and he's like, it was the worst right. sound. Yeah, he's okay. shoving her into his trunk and he says, it sounded like a watermelon hitting yes. the ground. Like, sir, really? Sick. Yeah, totally gross. So as he's shoving her body into his trunk, Verena walks into the mm-hmm. garage and he turns around, what are you doing? You know, and she gets all mad and then he makes up some excuse. I'm just upset my wife is gone. Knowing he has her body in the trunk. Right. And also, yeah. So he takes her body to his tool and die shop, owned by his dad, and he says he gets to the bandsaw and cuts her up bit by bit, joint, ankle joint, knee joint, leg joint. Then as her arms. cut her hands off. And then I thought, I could go joint by joint. Right. And stuffs are in baggies, stuffs are in bins. So I'm thinking they know they do not address the bloodbath at the tool and die shop. So do people come in Monday and say, Did the Statue of Liberty have a period all over this place? What the hell happened? Jesus Christ, Bob! What's happening? There had to be blood and tissue everywhere splattered wall to wall. And we know Stephen was a fucking pig because he couldn't even clean his body off enough to like know that he had. Yeah, he didn't even the shower. Sparkly. Yeah, and Brina's like, your arms are sparkly. Yeah, arms are sparkly. Like, sparkly. We see how well you clean your right. own fucking dirty body, Stephen. It had to be what? disgusting. Mm-hmm. Blood everywhere. Because he's not cleaning that shit. And they were not like all garbage bags. They were baggies. Baggies. Little yeah. baggies. Yeah. I mean, you're putting your wife's parts in baggies. So this part was terrible. So he's dragging all these bins on a child sled. His child sled through the forest. Mm-hmm. Fucker loses control of the sled. <laughs> so it's like Chris Farley from Black Sheep tumbling down the hill. Tumble, tumble, body parts spraying everywhere. And he pretty much just gets mad and starts whipping him around at right. the bottom. Because everything just crashed. Right. Takes the sled and leaves. So... He digs her up or comes to find her when he realizes they're going to search, search the wood. He takes the torso. Yeah. So the cops are like, God. So they go back to where the lady found the body. 
they find all her Other body, body parts, parts all yeah. over. And they show real footage, too, of just bloody snow. It's so it's sad. disgusting. Yeah. Poor thing. Um, so they say, well, let's talk to Verena. So they call Germany. And the country. Goes, Hello. Yeah. yeah. And he says, um, can you fill us in? Because the home you just were at, the wife was murdered by the husband. You got any details for us? She says, yeah. Yeah, I do. I do. So she and Stephen were having an affair. Gross. Gross. Legitimate, not mm-hmm. just like, I see you writing in yeah. your diary. Right, and his they boner all in her yep. face. Um, yeah. They were caught in bed together by the kids. So mm-hmm. this is that why... morning, mm-hmm. right? Yeah, when yeah. Tara came home, the kids told her that's why they had that Friday mm-hmm. night fight because she finally said she's leaving them. That did it. Oh, my God. Good for you, Tara. Right. Um, finally did the right, right. thing. And, and that's then where, he got And mad. this is where we find out. She's like, I thought after the people, yeah. this was over. So she knew about the people. Ugh. No, we don't. We don't stay with our husband when he thrills the no. people. Mm-mm. You leave. You leave. Right. So then he kills her. We figure that is pretty much how it happened. The cop then says he killed her rather than be embarrassed. Right. For real? Yep. So he said Stephen was bold, brazen, but a lying piece of crap. Yes, I wrote that down yeah. too. I was like, you're exactly yeah. right. So Don't lying piece of watch crap. your language, sir. <laughs> watch your <laughs> we language. Would never say something no. so horrible. No. So he's found guilty second degree. Yeah, I guess he's like heat of anger or whatever it is. Passion strangles her. Um, he did get 50 years, mm-hmm. so that's good. He'll be, like I said, 88, 89 yeah. when he gets out. Hopefully he dies. Exactly. Um, Alicia, the sister, gets custody. Thank goodness. Um, so she's watching the kids, and then they show her, like, coffin. It yeah, was, yeah, it was sad. That was yeah, sad. and it, she said, I tried to be an example for them in their life, meaning her kids, and I'm shining down on them now in my death, which is sad. Yeah. Yeah, you got a shitbag dad, and your mom's dead. Oh, I, yeah, yeah. We wish the best for those. But again, what did just get a divorce? She would have paid him alimony. Exactly. Pay for a divorce. divorce. She would have paid for it. He doesn't have anything. What a dork! Oh, men are the grossest. They are just rude. Um, yeah, so that's our show. That episode was a crazy one. It really, really was. Yeah, and instead of beware the au pair, it should be beware of your fucking disgusting husband, Stephen. No kidding! Let's blame the other teenage right. girls instead right. of the perv. No! Oh. Exactly. So, Pay for the really terrible. Anyway, we hope you enjoyed this episode. <laughs> we hope we brought it to life with you with our language skills. Right. Um, our storytelling ability. communication skills. Right. right. Really strong. And we look forward to seeing you next time. Yeah. Next Remember, Tuesday. rate us. Give us five stars if you can. We love you. Thank Share you so much. Share the love. Share the love. Thanks, guys. Bye. Bye. The first part.